Hi, welcome back to my podcast. I've loved doing this podcast. I mean, it's not natural for me to talk to people, being on the spectrum, quite autistic. But when that record button goes on, I love it. And what an extraordinary guy this week, an extraordinary dude, Dylan Lombard. I found him on Instagram a few weeks ago and I just loved his page. He's an incredible photographer. He's such a lovely guy. You'll see in this, we have a laugh and he's he's just a beautiful guy. And uh, I hope we're gonna be friends for a long time. This guy's incredible. Please enjoy my chat today with extraordinary Dylan Lombard. I love your Instagram. It's, when did you start that? Uh, well, I've actually only been doing Instagram for about two years. Yeah, I feel just it's just really helped me to, I think, just just try and help me to express who I am, trying to get the message across, I think. Yeah. So what is the message that you really want people to know? What's what's the message you're, you're trying to get across? Uh, I think just a message that, um, I think because everyone has a, a voice and mm-hmm. everyone should be able to, to use that voice. Totally. Um, and I think having something important to say that you want to tell the world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Because I sometimes see the world is quite overwhelming. Uh, mm. There's always something going on, and and I feel like the world right now there's so much going on, and it's trying to spread that just that calmness and peaceful message. Yeah. Because I feel like again, there's a lot of people in the world who are struggling today. Yeah. And, and it's just to try and get a message out is to try and help people who need help the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just to try and, I feel like because social media, even though it can be a great way to spread messages and spread, um, also just spread what I love to do, um, mm-hmm. it can also be quite quite a negative um, yeah. side as well. Totally. And I feel like I've I've learned that since I've been posting videos and uh, just as as you as they start to grow and so many more people connect with you 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 get yeah. even more more hate. Yeah, um, it's true. I mean, it's yeah. The, the, I I can't imagine people being hateful to you because your Instagram is so positive. But everyone gets it. The bigger you get, the more haters you get. It's crazy. Yeah. It's one of those part of the job, I guess. But yeah, it is. It is. I get so much hate. God damn. So yeah. it's, it's crazy. I, I, what I do is I don't read the comments anymore. I stopped. Stopped it. So Yeah, because um, yeah, I used to just, when I was younger, I used to just think, oh, I would read the comment and it would really get to me. Like if it was mm-hmm. just one, one nasty comment, I would sit there yeah. and read it. And it would, yes. it would stay it would stay with me for like two days. Absolutely. And you can get a thousand good ones and one bad one, and that's the one you can't get out of your head. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. It's um yeah, it's it's not good. So uh could you talk a little bit about um your uh, you've got in your diary here it says you've got a condition called MDP that I've never heard of. Could you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, so I have an extremely rare condition called NDP syndrome, mm-hmm. and it's stands for mandibular dysplasia with deafness and prodroid features. Um, right. It's quite quite a long word to understand. Long, but... it's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and I think just the the short pronunciation of it is the just the the lack of uh, the lack of fat on the the cheeks, arms, and legs. So, and okay. um, it's like the fat is not stored on the outside of the body. It's all stored inside the body. Oh, wow. Okay, interesting. So, um, as you can walk, because my arms are quite thin. Right. Um, and I'm also, I'm also deaf, so I wear hearing aids. Oh, um, okay. And sometimes it can be quite hard and. Um, because I can't do physical activities because um, okay. I'm not as strong as other people. And, right. and sometimes I also find it hard uh, to do a lot of walking because I don't have any fat on the soles of my feet. Oh, um, wow. So, so it can be really hard to walk barefoot. Um, okay. So I always have to be wearing shoes or mm-hmm. something on my feet when I'm walking around. Sure. That's amazing. So, um, so the body, the fat is stored inside. That's incredible. So yeah, and you... I think sorry, sorry, sorry carry on. And um, so, and I think having the fat stored inside the body, and um, it can lead to things like diabetes. Um, oh, okay. I think as well, it's I have to manage what how what things I eat. Right, um, and also the lack of fat uh, on the eyelids, and um, because again I can't close my eyes because oh, of the wow. lack of fat on the on the eyelids. Wow. Um, so, how do you sleep? And um, so, sometimes I do find it difficult to sleep because, mm. well, everyone should be able to to close their eyes. Sure. Um, because that's what you do when you're sleeping, obviously. Um, yeah. And I think not being able to close the eyes, it can, it's just a, it's a really different way of sleeping. Right. And I always have to use eye drops because my eyes just get completely dry just because they're always open. Right. Um, wow. That's so interesting. So what is a normal day? What does a day look like for you? Like, what do you, what, how, what's, what is a normal day? How do you, what do you do? Uh, I think just a normal day is just getting up and, and basically because I do photography. And yeah, I so love I your stu- photographs. They're amazing. <laughs> so I study photography at college. Um, so I do that. I do that during the week. Um, and I think it's just something that I love to do every day and it's something that's just helped me to, to keep going. And, yeah. And it's just something that's really helped me to, well, again, it's one side to help me to express who I am through my photography. Yeah. Um, 
and it's really helped me just to have something again to share to the world because yeah. I feel like if you have something that you're passionate about, you shouldn't just keep it to yourself. You right. Should, you should share it. That's good advice. When you share it, more and more people will, will connect with you and more and more people will well just they'll give you support and and likewise I think photography is a great way to keep memories. Yeah. And it's a great way just to look back on what you've done in the past. Yeah. I love the picture of that you is it you walking in the forest? There's a black and white picture in the forest. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, that's amazing. That was, yeah, that was uh, a photograph I took um, of a uh, of just just it was just someone just walking past in the forest. Yeah, yeah that's um, beautiful. And I just decided to to take a photo because I thought a lot of my photos do feature only that one person in them. Right. I feel like that's something that I wanted to show in the photos because it's something is to show that that person being isolated and it's to wow. show that how I sometimes felt alone um, wow. and is to try and just show people what I've been feeling but show it through the photography. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful message. Yeah, I, I get Do you, um? did I see that you're on the spectrum? Yeah, yes, yeah, I, I do have autism as well, yeah. That can be quite isolating, can't it? Yeah, I feel, I think because my condition and autism are just two completely different things. And right. I think having autism as well is finding it hard to communicate with people. Sure. Um, and finding it hard to make friends. Yeah. Um, and I feel that on social media, because you're not talking to someone like in person, you're talking to someone online. Yeah. Um, and I feel since I've been doing videos online, I've now been more confident to talk to people in person as well. Yeah, it's true. Because I feel that's really helped me to get out of my comfort zone and be more confident. Yeah, I struggle with the same thing and I find it easier to do stuff online. It's so easy to do stuff online compared to the real world. I still still struggle. I still can't connect with people in real in real life. It's weird. Autism. Yeah, um, and I think also having autism, it's I feel like it's I don't I don't see autism as a disability. No, because I, I, don't. I see it as I see it as something that's well, it's it's a it's something that helps you to see the world differently. Totally, totally, and I think I mean you can use that like you're doing with your photography, and I did with music. We can use that difference of the way we see the world to to become successful because we have a different um different picture of the world than other people. It's unique. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, so did you, what was your, what was your school like when you went to school? What was that like for you, that experience? I think um, when I started school, it was, this is, I think it's hard for everyone, I think, to starting school. Yeah. But I think especially for me, it was, at the start, I was, I would hide away 
Yeah. So I would, I would always wear this hat um, right. with my hood up. And I, it would block people from seeing my face. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, I was afraid of how people would react to seeing me. Right. Um, and I felt like I was just hiding away and mm-hmm. I didn't really know who I was. Right. Um, so it's kind of like I was trapped in, in like a bubble. Um, sure. And it was just really hard like I wouldn't talk to anyone and no one would come to talk to me and Mm. I feel that every day was the same because Mm. every day I would go to school and it would just be the same thing that would happen over and over again and I feel like it was just somewhere where I didn't really like going I didn't really like to go to school because it was just so lonely and so isolated and mm. again I would just come home and I always used to go to my room but again I wouldn't talk to my mum and my dad about it because right. again I was just frightened and scared of how they would react to yeah. to me being lonely um, and I feel like as I went up the school and as I got older, I started to realize that why am I hiding myself? Because this is who I, who I am. Mm-hmm. And I then decided to, um, once I left primary school, I decided to not wear the hat anymore. Oh, wow, I and love I just, that. And I decided um, to, to show who I was. And yeah. I knew that people would people would stare I think I knew that and I think I knew that some people would maybe even laugh Hmm. and I think I think that was the hardest part is just showing who I was but I knew that then people would just react to it Um, and it's something that's it's I always remember that moment because it's just in the past but it's something that's just to help me to show that um, that I got through that, something that I knew that I could get through this and yeah. that I'm still here to do. Yeah. What What made you decide to take the hat off? When did you decide, I'm, I'm doing this? Um, I think I, I decided to take the hat off because I think just hiding yourself away, you're you're not able to express who you are mm. and I feel hiding away it feels like like you're not part of the world I think when you hide yeah. yourself away totally and and I feel when you like show who you are because I feel in the world you you have to express who you are because yeah. you are you and there's no one else like you that's true that's true are you? Uh, have you got brothers and sisters? Yeah, so I've got quite a busy family, and um, so I've got three brothers and one sister, and wow. my mom and my dad. So it's a family of seven. Wow, that's a big family. And we've also got uh, three cats and a dog. Oh, it's a busy house. <laughs> yeah. So, are your brothers and sisters older or younger? What's the What's the age difference? Uh, so 
all, all the my brothers and uh, my sister are all younger than me. Oh, um, okay. So I have to, well, I have to be a role model to them. So I have, they have to look up to me. Right. Um, so, and also one of my brothers who's younger, he also has autism as well. Oh, okay. Um, so I have to, I have to just teach him and help him to understand what it is. I think because sure. he's still at that stage where he's really young. Right. How old is he? Uh, so he's uh, seven. Oh, okay. So he's uh, in primary school at the moment, and I think he's still trying to understand what it is. And yeah. I've done, uh, I've talked to a lot of people, and I've, I've told them uh, how autism isn't a bad thing. It's something that, again, to help to see the world differently. Yeah, yeah. Is he, is he verbal? Yeah, so he can he can speak. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's good. I see that, and the things that I do are completely different to what he does. Right, I interesting. That, I feel that every, not everyone with autism is gonna um, cope. With, they're gonna cope with it differently. Sure. And they're, and they're gonna do things differently. And like for me, I think having autism. I can sometimes be very unpatient and and it's just I don't like waiting in long lines Yeah, Um, and I think also I don't like very large crowds of people and I think another thing is that I don't like loud noises. Right. Did you struggle with that more as a kid with the sensory stuff? Yeah, I feel that because uh, at school there always used to be a fire alarm and right. I would all, always have my hands on my ears because it was just too loud. And right. I think it's just having, when there's a loud sound, it can just have that knock-on effect and make, sometimes it can make me quite dizzy. Right, yeah, like a like a physical reaction to sound, yeah. That's interesting. My my little boy is uh is he's nonverbal. He's almost four, but he's the opposite. He loves sensory. He's a sensory seeker, so he loves loud noise, and it's completely different to me. So it's interesting how you say like um autistic. Everyone uh, autistic doesn't present the same way. We all have different struggles, and it's just that it's a it is a spectrum, isn't it? So. So the 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 other your brothers and sisters they neuro, apart from your little brother are they neurotypical? Yeah, so I feel that I think it's also hard for my sister because she's got four brothers. Um, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and I think just being like the only sister, I think also just trying to support her because I think it anyone it can be really hard having four brothers and not yeah. having a sister yeah um, and I think for her it's just again because she's like in the middle so she's and um, she's at high school and so it's I think she's um, learned to, to cope with having four brothers and right. we've been able to support her and she supported us back. Yeah. 
And what about your mum and dad? Are they uh, what's the what what's their story? Uh, so my dad is a, a primary school teacher. Oh wow! Um, and my mum teaches uh, at a university, so she gives talks to students, oh. um, and she just promotes her work. And she also wrote a book. Right. Um, so she does, um, it was a book about uh, men's violence against uh, women. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting topic and mm. she works with a lot of people and she tries to get her message across and try to raise that awareness. Right. So it's a family of teachers. Yeah. Right. That explains why you're so good at getting your message across. Probably. It's, yeah. 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 I think everyone in the family has just got. Just we're all different. I think we've all got that the thing that we love doing, and we all try to get our message across. I think. Yeah. Wow. That's that's great. So, and d- d- how do you d- how do you deal with making friends now? Do you do you struggle with that now, or is that is that easier for you? I think I think it's still difficult, but I think I've been more confident to to go up to someone and to talk to them. And I think I think for sometimes it's hard to talk to someone new. I think yeah. just to go up and say just say hi, how are you? What's your name? Yeah. And, and I think. I've learned to do that and I think I'm becoming more confident to just go up to someone and I feel like through my videos as well is if I see someone who's feeling alone or uh, not feeling okay I would go up to them and just ask them if they're okay and I would talk to them and just try to to make, make their day more positive. I like that. So you approach those situations as what you kind of approach those situations like you're giving something to the person rather than trying to take. That's really good. Yeah, like, I, because yeah. I feel like when I make someone else happy or make them smile, it makes me smile because yeah, I've been so able to, to change that how that person's feeling. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's a great attitude. I'm gonna try that. I'm, I'm still, I still struggle with with friends, but yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. <clears throat> trying to make them feel better is a really good perspective to have with trying to approach someone. Yeah. So, um, what's next for your? What's so you're you're studying now? You're at college. Yeah. Yeah. So I study. Um, I'm in my second year of college now and and I think I've been doing photography, uh, I started photography, been doing it for about 12 years now. Oh wow. And so I started photography at the the start of high school and I used to just take photos on a mobile phone and my English teacher started a school magazine and he saw my photos on social media and he asked me if I wanted to showcase some of the photos in the magazine. And wow. the magazine went out to everyone in the school mm-hmm. and that's how more and more people came to me and asked me how to get into photography. And, wow. 
and they just they wanted to get to know me more and that was a great um, starting point and it really helped me just to boost my confidence and it really helped me just to show people uh, what I love doing and what I'm passionate about. Yeah, that's great. How did you get into photography? How did you, how did you first start taking pictures? I think I got, I got into photography because I used to see lots of photos in newspapers and magazines Um, And I used to just be really inspired by all the photos that I would see. And also my grandpa used to take photos in New York. Oh, wow. My mum showed me some of his photos that he'd taken. And a lot of the, I know a lot of the buildings in New York are kind of like the buildings in Glasgow, like they're quite similar. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah, Glasgow is like there is a similarity between Glasgow and New York. I think. Yeah. So, so he was in. Did he live in New York? Uh, no. So he went there just like to visit the place. Um, but he again, he always always carried a camera with him. Right. Because um, he he like he loved to take photos as well, and I think I've just been able to. Just by seeing those photos and also seeing um, other photos, it's really helps me to keep going uh, with my photography because I feel again um, I'm able to look back and all the photos that I've taken. And yeah. it's just a great way to see, oh, I remember that place where I've been. It, I just loved it when I took that photo. Yeah. And it's just a great way to to just capture and also just remember those memories. Yeah, great. So it's Autism Awareness Month coming up and uh, I wanted to get your, any message out there for parents of kids that are newly diagnosed or people that are just starting to find out about autism and probably quite scared and concerned. Any, Any message you want to give to people who are just coming into contact with autism? Uh, I think if you've just been diagnosed, I think it can be quite, it can sometimes be quite daunting. And I think when you're first diagnosed, sometimes it's quite hard to understand what it is. And yeah. um, and I feel it can take a wee bit of time to just try to understand. And um, like if it's the when the child is diagnosed and how they're how they're coping with it mm-hmm. and and i feel that again like i said earlier is that not every person who's diagnosed is going to they're going to cope with it in a different way yeah and i feel like when i was first diagnosed i didn't really know what it was and and then my mom and took me to these sessions, uh, this like therapy sessions. Okay. And she, they, they gave me strategies on how to cope having autism. And right. I feel sometimes uh, when you have autism, you can get really stressed uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think having autism uh, sometimes means that you can take longer to do things. And and I think you always, uh, I always see that it it might take longer to do this, but I know that I can do it eventually. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I feel that that's another thing is that just because you have odds doesn't mean that you can you can't do it because yeah. it's autism isn't it's it's not a barrier you can it's like a, it's part of who you are How and it's you? something that it's not a bad thing and I feel that autism isn't a disability but it's I see it as a superhero it's like having a superpower yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. When were you diagnosed? Uh, so I was diagnosed uh, with autism when I was, I think it was quite a while. I don't quite remember when I was diagnosed, right. but right, it was quite, really quite a while ago. Right. Um, and I think because my younger brother um, was diagnosed uh, he's quite young, so he was uh, still he's still learning, um, yeah. and I feel that I do because I've talked to other people who have autism before, and yeah. I've and um, I've talked to them how they've coped having autism, um, and I last a few days ago I went to um, this uh, autism group uh, that I because I joined an autism group online. Oh, cool! Uh, and they did uh, these sessions online, uh, so they would do some games, and they would just talk about everyone, what everyone's interested in. Mm. And at the very end, they did like a ceremony, so they had a celebration, and they just talked about how how they're coping having autism, and just to show that autism is a part of you, and it's something not to be afraid of yeah right that's 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 such a positive thing for people to have what about do you have do you know is there a community for the mdp are there other people do you want to contact with other people that have the same condition yeah and i think i have uh, a facebook group um oh, right. with, with everyone who has mdp and Amazing. sometimes we connect on there and i think as well, I've also met someone with the same condition. Wow. Um, which is, it was just really powerful and it was yeah. really, really uplifting. I think also it was just really emotional just yeah. to see someone who, someone who looks just like you and mm. you're able to talk about what it's like having the condition and how they've, how they've coped with it. And, um, and I think the people with MDP, they live in different parts of the world. Yeah. And I think, because um, uh, when I was uh, diagnosed, it was really unexpectedly. So mm. when uh, I was younger, I think I was maybe three or four, and when uh, some of my mom's friends started to notice changes, and mm. they started asking lots of questions to my mum mm. and they would just ask things like um, does he eat anything and has he lost weight and that got my mum really worried and mm. and I think I was diagnosed well it took uh, doctors and scientists about eight years to to get diagnosed wow Wow, that's crazy. So so it developed over time? Yeah, so it's all it developed over time. So 
eventually I did lose my hearing um, and I started to lose all the fat on my cheeks, arms and legs. Wow. And it was just getting to that stage where I was end up going to the hospital frequently. So it kind of felt that the hospital was my home. Because um, wow. when, when I went to the hospital, um, just lots of times, and the doctors and nurses knew my name because they were just trying to help me. And yeah. they, the doctors and nurses uh, did lots of X-rays and did lots of tests. And because mm-hmm. the doctors didn't really know what the condition was, so right. they kept suggesting that it could be cancer. And and it just kept worrying my mum because mm. it was my mum just wanted me to be okay. Yeah. I think that's something for a mother. The mother just wants their child to be okay. Of course, yeah, of course. Well, that's interesting that it sort of de- developed. It, it, you weren't born with it, the condition. It it actually came on later. And the the so the are you. The, the hearing aids really help with the with the you're not are you actually deaf in both ears or just one uh, so i'm deaf in both ears and oh, wow. so I wear hearing aids in both ears okay. um, and i also i also use a, a microphone and which which i'm being connected right now and the good thing about hearing aids is that it's wireless so uh, the hearing aid, the hearing aids can connect to the phone, uh, so you can amazing. listen to so you can listen oh, to wow. music. I love <laughs> yeah. it. And you can also connect a microphone to the TV um, as well. Right. Wow. So what's uh, what music are you into? Uh, I'm really into. I just I love lots of different kinds of music, and I do love a lot of. Uh, artists and I think I really like like slow peaceful music right. and I feel like music is really powerful yeah. because it can a lot of the time when I listen to music sometimes I do cry just because yeah. it's so powerful totally. uh, me too. and it's it makes me think as well just it makes me just um think about things and mm. makes me think um, about stuff that I've done that day um, but again I I also love dancing because oh, wow. since since a very young age and um, I think about f- when I was four years old is when I started dancing oh, I um, and I feel like when when there's always music playing, I always right. Let's dance. Amazing. Um, I think just music has that uplifting, and this music can really help bring those spirits, those positive vibes, and it can really help bring people together. Yeah, totally. So that's that's great that you're into dancing with the with the, the issues with the with your feet with not having the fat on the soles of your feet. How does that work? Uh, so, um, I just lo- I think dancing as well. It's just helped me to to keep going. But I think sometimes I do have to just try and not do too much of it. I think try yeah. and keep it as just to 
not put too much pressure on myself. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think just trying to do, to do as much as I can, but trying to just keep it at a steady pace. Yeah. Do you go to clubs or anything like that to do dance? Yeah. Dancing? So I I attend a dance group. Um, Amazing. Called called Independence, and wow. that dance group has really helped me. Just again to make new friendships and to connect with new people. Yeah. And a few a few years ago, I went to perform a dance in Spain, Valencia. Wow, I love that. And so, and I think no, carry sorry. on. No, you you go. And I think I think being that was like the first time I've been away from home, and wow. that was just a great way to just showcase. The dance that that I um, made with all the other dancers, and it was a great way just to again to meet new people, but also to experience new places. Yeah, so you choreographed it too. <clears throat> yeah, so we sometimes we get choreographers to to come in as well, and yeah. um, so we had um, choreographers from lots of different countries. Wow. So, and. Um, like a few a few months ago, we had and um, and uh, just because of lockdown, we had some people from like Jamaica who did choreography online. Oh uh, wow! So we joined we joined these dance sessions online during lockdown. Amazing! Oh, I love that. That's it's such a great, such a good like you say to get to travel and do something you love is a real blessing. Yeah, I think just being able to, again, just tra- I think that's something that I want to do with photography as well, being mm-hmm. able to travel the world, experience new places, but also yeah. experience new people. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great goal. I think your photography is amazing. Well, thanks, thanks so much for doing this. This has been amazing. I've loved this. Um, it's just, it's just been so great to talk to you. Um, where can people find you? What are your socials? What are you doing? Let us know. Let everyone know where, where, where they can find you. Uh, so I post uh, some of my photography on Instagram. So my Instagram is V underscore yourself underscore Dylan. And I also um, have a, um, a photography website. Uh, so it's Dylan Lombard Photography. And um, so uh, that's where I sell pictures and also, at the end of the year, I sometimes uh, do a calendar of all oh, the photos wow. that I've taken during that oh, year. That's a great idea. Yeah, so people go and check out your photography and they can buy stuff on your site, buy photographs. Yeah, so I, I do um, different sizes of prints and, and it's just all the photos that I've taken. Um, they're mostly in around Glasgow and Edinburgh, so... Wow, I love it. So go and support Dylan on his site. Check out his Instagram. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for doing Thanks. this. And, uh, let, Thank you. Let's, it's been really good. Yeah, I loved it. Let's stay in touch and um, get let send me uh, like a picture, uh, some pictures of you so I can put it on the thumbnail. Okay, thank you. Uh, I'll let you know when I'm dropping this. It won't be, it won't be too long. Thanks, Dylan, so much. Thank you. Thanks, man. Take it easy. Thank you. Bye. Bye now. Bye.